This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group in sunny Clearwater. Alongside me, as usual, feeling good, looking good is Tony Shore, my sidekick for today's show. Tony, I'm going to talk about something that we talked about earlier this year. I'm going to bring it back, and I'm going to reference an article I read from, and I'll tell you where the article's from, and you'll know exactly what topic is. It's from Bitcoin Magazine. Wait. (laughs) Yes. First of all, let's back up a little bit. There's a Bitcoin Magazine? (laughs) Tony, stick with me. I'll open your eyes to the world. (laughs) Bitcoin Magazine. Now, I like this article. Now, I saw it uh, through some sort of affiliate link. You know, they have... they put their uh, articles on different things like Yahoo Finance. But yep. the title of the article is, it's an opt-ed. It's opt-ed article, Why Your Financial Advisor Won't Talk to You About Bitcoin. Oh, and is that really what it's called? That's the title. Why Your Financial Advisor Won't Talk to You About Bitcoin. This is from September 20th, 2018 article. I hope you emailed them and said, well, actually, on this date, Months before you wrote this, I did. I am a financial advisor, and I talk to uh, my listeners and my clients about Bitcoin. Uh, and you could uh, send them a link to our show that we. Yeah, I'll send them a link to this podcast. How's that? Well, send them a link to the first one though to prove your the, the you have to prove he's wrong. Oh, in that's that true. Sense, right? Because he didn't, you yeah. are an advisor who was talking to your clients about Bitcoin. So there's that. Well, I want to talk more about Bitcoin. How's that? And um, I want to look at this article because he makes some very interesting points that enlighten, uh, that shed some light on my industry. And I think it's worth looking at. And we can talk about the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, in the process. But let's take a look at it. I I want to go through this step by step. And and I want to get your take on it as someone who's not a financial advisor and someone who is not a Bitcoin owner. I don't think you are. Are you? No, I'm no. Oh, you you no. got rid of your Bitcoin for the pizza back in uh, you know five <laughs> six years ago. Right? I, I've never had Bitcoin. It can conf- when it first uh, became a thing. I looked into it and it just confused me. And I'm like, mm, this sounds too shady, too iffy for me. Uh, okay. Too organized crime, money laundering. So I just I said no. But you, you did a show. Let's let's back up just a second, Dan and. That previous show we did, has it been a year already or six months? Or 
Oh, I think it's been at least six months, I yeah. think. Yeah. But that was about that was about uh controversial investments. And so uh at least half of it was on wasn't that the show where half of it was on Bitcoin, half of it was on uh, the whole marijuana and medical marijuana investors. Yes, yes, it was. So we didn't, it wasn't just on cryptocurrency. It was half on uh, marijuana stocks as well, right. which have been crazy lately too. So, um, <clears throat> but we did do a show on Bitcoin. And at that time I said, it's worth looking at for a very small portion. And I gave some reasons why you could look at it and why you couldn't. But um, today... I want to talk about why advisors are not talking about it. And, and I say advisors, not all, obviously not me, <clears throat> but some of the points he makes in this article are really enlightening. And, uh, but let's just back up even further and say, well, what is Bitcoin for those that don't know? It's a cryptocurrency. What's a cryptocurrency? It's a way that uh, people can exchange goods for, um, it's like, look at it as like a money uh, alternative. You know, you buy something, you pay with uh, dollars, U.S. dollars, and whereas cryptocurrency is a, kind of like a universal currency you can use internationally without an exchange rate. <clears throat> but when you look at what is cryptocurrency worth, you, you have to put it in terms of a U.S. dollar because otherwise you don't really know, right? So you got to look at right. the exchange rate. So if we look back on January 5th, 2018, so the beginning of 2018, Bitcoin was trading one Bitcoin was worth $16,954. $16,954 January 5th, 2018 was the Bitcoin to US. Today it's around, I mean, the trade's crazy. It goes up and down a lot, but today it's around $6,700. So that's a loss wow. of about 10,000 or 60% decline, 60% decline. So I made the comment the other day, you know, the reason why you don't hear much about Bitcoin anymore is because it's down 60%. All those people that were like hyping it up are probably kind of hiding, you know, embarrassed. Right. Um, but maybe the people are asking, well, maybe now's the time to buy. Yeah. But I, I, today's show, I want to talk about why people aren't talking about it, specifically why advisors aren't talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, why? I mean, why aren't advisors talking about Bitcoin? And I'm sure this guy. I think that I think that's right. Most advice. You're the only advisor I know or have ever heard talk about it, uh, at least in in a in a um, neutral or uh, an open-minded light. I've heard some advisors go, "Oh, you can't invest in Bitcoin. That's that's terrible. That's right. all. I've, that's the only <laughs> thing I've ever heard any other advisor say. And you know, whether whether they're right or wrong is neither here nor there. But I don't think they've really looked at it. Exactly. And this guy that wrote the article, <clears throat> he's saying the same thing you're saying. But you got to remember, he's um, he's writing for Bitcoin magazine. So there's a little okay. bit of a bias there. Right. No. But <clears throat> so that's the first rule. You always want to look at who's talking, where they're coming from. But he's making some very good points. And he comes up with six reasons why. Um, well, there's several. There might be even more, but I'm going to pick six reasons why advisors aren't talking about. And the number one reason he says, and they're not in any particular order, I guess, but he says, um, number one is they're not allowed. The mothership doesn't let them. And then when I say mothership, it's their, their, their boss. You know, he, he mentions, you know, Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo. He says they reportedly do not allow their financial advisors to make cryptocurrency recommendations to clients. Right. I mean, and, they're beholden to places like Vanguard as well. Even independent uh, advisors are, you know, work with some of these big companies and 
they, you know, those big companies don't want them talking about. I mean, Vanguard isn't going to be promoting cryptocurrency. Well, that's just it. You know, I'm not here to bash the big companies because they could just squash me like a bug, right? They're huge. They have so many. (laughs) And I compete with them all the time locally because they have... Edward Jones and Wells Fargo and things like that. They they have their local advisors, but the local advisors aren't allowed to just say things willy-nilly. You know, no. they have they have to follow the, the rules and they normally use the recommendations from the mothership that says here are the recommendations we're offering here. The, here's what we can offer. And cryptocurrency doesn't fit that bill. So they just say you can't talk about it. And some say you just literally can't or you're out, you know, we'll fire you or well, you'll get fined. So and that, you know. They don't want the hassles of the compliance. They don't want to deal with the repercussions of a 60 percent decline, right, in a month right. or a year. So <clears throat> I get their point of view, but you got to remember when you're dealing with something big like that, this author is making a good point. Maybe they're just not allowed, which doesn't make sense to me. If your goal is to help someone, you should be allowed to go in any direction you want. But, you know, there's a reason for everything. The second reason he says that people... Uh, advisors don't talk about it is because they're hiding behind their fiduciary duties. What do I mean by that? <laughs> because I'm a fiduciary. Can I hide behind it? Um, being a fiduciary means you're acting in the best interest of a client. And um, and the, the what I see is that he's right. I see advisors hiding behind that to not talk about something. What they say is... Um, I, w- I don't want to talk about it because it, do- it it it's it's not in the best interest of the client. Now, right why, there you go. But yep. but how do they know? <clears throat> you know, oh, they they're just saying, oh, it's not good. They just blanket statement a lot of times. Oh, it's not good for the client. Like and the it, guy who <clears throat> said annuities are bad. Yeah, like we did in the previous like show, bl- blanket, Ken Fisher. Blanket statement as as a as a fiduciary to make a blanket statement like I have to look out for my client's best interest, so I'm not going to ever talk to them about annuities, which is crazy because what if a fixed index annuity is in their best interest? Then to find out that guy who said he'd rather burn in hell than uh, sell you an annuity owns uh, a good portion of the largest annuity company. Right, right. It's hypocritical. And it's it's like a doctor <laughs> saying, you know what, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to uh, even look at medical marijuana. You know, I'm not, that's just not, not happening. Well, what if it's actually in the best interest of, the, of that patient to, to yeah. go that route or yeah. instead of getting hooked on opioids, right? So, so you know, I'm not saying that, that Bitcoin is the place to go. I'm just saying you can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater because right. you, you're, you're claiming you're a fiduciary. I think it's the complete opposite. I think a fiduciary is obligated to look at all the options. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. And but, I like that. I like that about you. But you're never going to recommend something that isn't in your client's best interest. But at least you've looked at all the op- available options. I don't know how you can say you're doing what's in your client's best interest when you don't even uh, know about all the available options and haven't taken them seriously. Right. And if if your boss won't let you look at it, well, then yeah. you know how can you call yourself a fiduciary? Yeah. That's just my opinion. But legally, I guess they can get away with that. <clears throat> the third uh, reason this guy says um, you can't, that, that advisors won't talk about Bitcoin is because they don't understand Bitcoin and they just don't take the time to understand it. Well, that's the, I think that's the I think that should be the number one. I think that that's the main reason. I, I don't think I think most people don't understand cryptocurrency. 
and Bitcoin. Uh, I think the majority of people, uh, uh, including financial advisors, have no idea how it works. And, you know, I mean, they might have read one article somewhere at one time. Uh, but, you know, you can read five articles and get uh, five different takes, but you have to really dig into the technical aspect of how it works and what needs to be done and my understand mining and it just there's a lot of terminology you know like cryptocurrency mining and bitcoin mining so you know do they really fully understand all that and how it works right and blockchain and you know it get, and it's intimidating and so they don't understand it and they don't take the time to so then they just say oh yeah no i'm not going to talk about it so and i get that i get that sometimes you don't want to talk about something you don't understand because right. that, that's right. dangerous and that makes sense yeah but it's the same thing with annuities like i don't understand it you know oh they're terrible what you i don't think you understand how they work you know right. you need lifetime income where are you gonna get it yeah. uh yeah annuities i'll go to i'll go to hell first I, I come on now um so i think if you take the time to understand it and then you say yeah no that's not gonna work for you that's perfectly all right with me but if you just never take the time to truly understand something and just write it off, well, that's a problem. And I get that author. I'm, I'm behind the author on this. Now, there are three more I want to cover, uh, reasons why advisors don't talk about. But at the end, I want to defend these advisors as well. Okay. So I'm well, going to take yeah. both sides. Yeah, there's some of these points I, I agree with, actually, uh, that I would be on the advisor side. But before we get to the last three reasons why advisors avoid Bitcoin, uh, let's take a quick break. Do you want to add anything before the break, Dan? Yeah, um, you talk, we're, we're talking about an article that I read uh, from Bitcoin Magazine called Why Your Financial Advisor Won't Talk to You About Bitcoin. I want everyone to know that's listening, I will talk to you about it. Now, I don't own Bitcoin myself, so that's a little disclosure there. And um, a lot of my clients don't even want to talk about it, and there's reasons for that. But it... I want people to realize that if you want to talk about a financial topic, give us a call here. We'll talk to you about it. And if we don't know, we'll tell you we don't know. We don't have egos here that we're afraid of um, sharing information like, hey, we don't know enough about a topic. We'll be the first to tell you that. But we'll be the first to listen to your situation and say, hey, does this make sense for you? That's what our job is. So the easiest way to get that conversation started is give us a call, 888-508-5935. All right, listeners, and stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Dolphin Financial Radio and our host, Dan Wendell, after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from Dolphin Financial Group right now by going to dolphinfinancialgroup.com or by calling us at 888-508-5935. This is Violet and you're listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. And welcome back to Dolphin Financial Radio, Dolphin Financial Podcast, as we should say, I guess. And our amazing host, Dan Wendell. Dan, great show so far today, talking about why advisors avoid Bitcoin. And you went over the first three reasons. Number one, they're not allowed to because uh, the powers that be at the big corporate office of uh, Prudential or Edward Jones or Wells Fargo, what have you, 
uh, they don't want them talking about Bitcoin because it goes against the products they're trying to sell or they think it'll take away from that. Uh, and then you talked about how they're hiding behind a fiduciary duty, saying as a fiduciary, it's not in your best interest. Uh, but yet the third point, they don't understand it, uh, which kind of uh, makes that second reason not a valid reason they shouldn't talk to you about it. Uh, uh, I guess if they don't understand it, they shouldn't talk about it. But um, it's not that it's not in your best interest. It's that they just don't understand it. And I would have I have to agree with that. I don't know. I don't know anyone who fully understands it. You know more about it, Dan, than uh, pretty much anyone I've talked to about it. And I've tried to learn about it. But, you know, like you said, blockchains, um, you know, uh, mining, uh, it's you really have to know what you're doing. So uh, this is a great topic. Yeah. And um, it's a and what's hope what's happening, or at least in this article by uh, Eric Jansen from Bitcoin magazine, he's kind of opening a little bandaid here and, and letting the wound be seen by everyone. Um, it's because it's it's a reality that advisors aren't talking about it. And I'm not saying they should. But if one of my clients asked me about it, I'm not going to just dismiss it. So uh, let's get into the fourth reason why um, they, we don't talk about it. I'm saying we financial advisors don't talk about it. Um, it's because they're saying it's a scam or that it's a fad. Yeah, you know, that's what I thought. I wrote it off as a scam. And that's I, I jumped to that conclusion, I'll admit. But uh, I, they, I still worry about that. Well, you see the articles on it all the time. I think it was recently some something in Japan. They lost like 70 million in Bitcoin, some hacker, you know. So you hear all that and you just say, all right, whatever. That's not, I'm not getting involved. And that's that's fine. But if you're justifying your lack of effort to consider it through these sensational headlines, then that's the problem. Do some due diligence on it. Um, don't just say it's a scam because if it turns out to be something legitimate that, that, um, become changes the way we do business in our world, then you're going to kind of look silly. I would say, um, right. You need to understand it more. Like why was it, why was it created in the first place? Right. Right. And right. what problems was it designed to solve with our, uh, current, uh, global monetary and payment systems? I mean, Obviously, there are some great uh, thinkers behind cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and a lot of legitimate uh, reasons for it. Uh, but you have to understand that, right? That's right. You know, we had some scams in, the, in, in this article they mentioned. You know, we had Bernie Madoff. Yeah. He's a scam artist, right? But yep. just because he was a scam artist doesn't mean investing in stocks is bad. You know, you, you, can't, you can't do that. You have to consider where you know what's truly happening and wh what the underlying reasons and investments are. Um, the fifth reason that advisors aren't talking about Bitcoin is because they're in denial, and by that, um, the author was getting at the point that they they're denying the fact that really computers are taking over, and we are all cyborgs. No, computers are taking over and changing the landscape, especially yeah. about investment management. You know, the traditional investment managers. Those guys that would buy and sell, you have to call them up to buy a stock. The stockbrokers, they're gone or they're going to be gone soon. Even the investment advisors that are designing portfolios and such, robo robots are doing a lot of that. Now, yeah. I'm an investment manager and I do some of this, but I use robotic tools to help me. I use outside third-party money managers as well, but they're feeling the pinch because a lot of times a computer can be more efficient, cheaper, and just as accurate. So, you know, a lot of advisors are just so 
that that their only value that they provide clients is to pick this winners and losers. Right. Um, if that's all you're providing value, then you're going to be obsolete soon. And yeah. that's why, you know, that's when, when, when I, and, and so w- let's not, let's just hide from bit, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency because it's going to change the way things operate. And that's the problem. You got to go with the times and you, what people really want, Tony, at least my clients, they want guidance. They want emotional support. They want to talk about, you know, as I'm focused on retirement planning, they want to talk, talk about the different things that go with it, not just what I'm going to buy and sell, but what else do I need to consider like healthcare and long-term care and all sorts of different things. And that's the value I provide. The investment management is becoming commoditized. And right. I think a lot of, and, and people just don't want to acknowledge that advisors, you know, they don't want to see that because it's, it's a change. And right. Last, I, I, I agree with that one. I mean, they are in denial somewhat because especially the big companies like a Merrill Lynch, I mean, they didn't create it. They're not set up to make money from it. So, uh, they don't want to deal with it. They're in denial about how the future. That's right. That's right. And that gets me right into the last point that he's making, which perhaps could be the biggest point is that advisors avoid talking about Bitcoin because they do not make a commission off the sale of it. <laughs> there you go. Or if they don't no charge commission a fee. Or fee they're probably going to avoid talking about it. Follow the money, Tony. You know, that's the problem with a lot of, and that's where the fiduciary rule met some resistance, especially with the insurance products like annuities is, oh, you can't recommend an annuity because you get a fee, you know, you get commission. So how can you recommend the annuity if you're getting commission? Well, if, if you look at the flip side, how can you recommend Bitcoin if you're not getting a fee? You know, it's like, wait a sec, I need to make my money. So I can't make money off of you buying Bitcoin. So why would I talk about it? You know, which is ridiculous, but it's true. And that you got to follow the money, right? Um, it's like me saying, hey, you know, I think a CD is great for you, but I'm not going to recommend it because I don't get paid if you buy it. That's just not how you should operate as a financial advisor. But unfortunately, many do. You know, they make money off of commissions off of mutual funds and therefore mutual funds are the best things in sliced bread. Or I sell a variable annuity. I make commission off of that. That's the best thing ever. You know, variable annuity. I got to make my money off of. or, or I'm going to sell you a fixed annuity because I make instead of pr- approaching it from that. How do I get paid? It should be I'm getting paid to give you advice. That advice can include going in Bitcoin, going in cash, buying gold, silver. Who knows? Right. So, um you got to follow the money when it comes to this. Yeah. And I think that's a, the big reason why if I had to pick one, I would say that's the biggest reason. Yeah, why. I guess I guess you're right. That would have to be the main reason most of these guys aren't talking about it is because, you know, Merrill Lynch isn't they don't have a way to monetize uh, Bitcoin for themselves. Uh, right. So they're not going to recommend it to their clients because it doesn't uh, won't increase their bottom line. And right. I think right. that is the bottom line. Right. That is, but let's let's talk a little bit why the good side of this or the reasons why advisors potentially should avoid talking about Bitcoin. And and so, um, you know, if you go through the, we, we talked about the, the reasons why they're avoiding it, but let's talk about some legitimate reasons why. And the first is that it is risky. And, and, and some might see it almost as gambling, right? Uh, because it's yeah. so unknown. It's kind of wild west. Um, look at this. We we lost 60% in a year, not even a year, you know, six months or whatever it was um, in Bitcoin. That's a lot, 
right? Yeah. So that's a huge loss. You know, so it's a high risk, high return sort of investment option, and a lot of advisors steer away from that rightly. You know, because if you think about it, um, it's tough. It's tough to make a recommendation and lose 60% because then who's to blame? You know, you could say, well, I would have made 5,000% on the upside if I bought it. Well, I mean, yeah, but (laughs) you know, like, so that's the re that's one of the, one of the legitimate reasons is it is because it's a high risk investment. A lot of my clients aren't asking me about it because they're retired or they're close to retirement and they don't, they're not looking for a high return. You know, they're not looking to gamble. So they don't, talk to me about it. But if you're, if you're younger or you have a high risk tolerance and you want information about it, don't, don't feel like you have to uh, be on your own. Your advisor should talk to you. So that's probably the main reason, uh, legitimate reason why we don't talk about it. Um, and uh, to that, another reason is just difficult to keep up with the latest investment opportunities. Right. You know, do, do we fault advisors for not, um, recommending and keeping up with private placement deals, you know, like private equity deals or fringe investments, collectibles. Hey, you know, I'm thinking about buying some uh, Civil War memorabilia. How come my advisor won't talk to me about that? I mean, that's pretty specialized. And so a lot of times, and because Bitcoin is new, relatively speaking, you know, it takes some time to get some experts built up in this field that understand it. How about sports betting? You know, you could bet on the Tampa Bay Lightning to win the Stanley Cup and you might get uh, eight to one as a financial advisor. What should you do? Should I wait till I get the odds are 10 to one? You know, what if they make a trade? You know, and the, do I, are my clients expecting me to keep up with sports betting opportunities? I mean, it is an investment if you think Can about I it. Can I bring up, is this where I bring up Highlight again? Right, Highlight, right? It's Florida, <laughs> Florida is huge with Highlight, right? So uh, should we be betting on that? Should, you know, like, and so I can't fault advisors for kind of throwing Bitcoin into the mix with Highlight, you know, because it's like, that's how crazy it is, yeah. right? Yeah, well, so, I- what I you find know. funny, if I can jump in, is that some of the reasons, uh, uh, the negative reasons why advisors avoid Bitcoin when they shouldn't are some of the same reasons why advisors probably should avoid Bitcoin. And that's uh, the number three, I think, on the first list was because they don't understand it. Yes. And that's why they're not recommending it. Well, that's actually a good reason not to talk to your clients about it if you have no idea how it works, right? Absolutely. Am I right? Absolutely. It's, you're right. That's it. You know, if you don't know something, keep quiet. You know, don't don't spew negative information about something or positive if you don't understand it. Right. So I'm trying to remain neutral here because that's why I approach mostly everything, except when my kids are involved and I get a little you know, biased. <laughs> yeah, but, a um, little. Yeah, my kid's okay. the best soccer player in the world. Uh, you know, um, but you're right if you don't understand it. But th- another reason why you should avoid it is because there's ties to fraud and crime. There you know, is. Bi- bi- it's sure. it's well bad. known that, that uh, Bitcoin is associated with drug and, and illegal money laundering, right? right? Because just by design. But, I mean, that's happening all the time with regular and money. Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin uh, can be stolen. Your Bitcoin... Uh, investment can be stolen off a server if it's hacked. Right. It's a lot easier to steal Bitcoin from you than it is your gold bars in the safety deposit box. Right. Um, it can happen, but it's not as easy. So that's another reason why um, advisors are avoiding it. It's because there's a lot of fraud and crime associated with it. And yeah. why bother? I mean, there's a lot of investment options out there. Why bother getting involved with something 
related to crime. You know, it, it just, you know. And then finally, uh, you know, what is behind Bitcoin? Like tangible. Like I mentioned, you, you could buy gold. A lot of people buy gold and don't touch it. But a lot of times you can buy gold and there's, there's something behind it. Gold bar, bullion. You know, you can actually touch it. You can you can put it in a safe. You know it's there. You know, it goes up and down and you could see it and it's tangible. People, you know, but, you know, if same with, you know, investing in, you know, corn, you know, it's there, you know, pricing. You don't actually take possession of the bushels of corn, but you know what it is. You could touch it if you wanted to. Um, but what's behind Bitcoin? You know, the next just the next fool buying it. You know, I, it's tough. It's a tough one for people to get their heads around. So that's why. It's you know even stocks when people buy stocks they don't touch it they don't you know you don't own it used to be stock certificates I remember with stock certificates Tony I used to have stock certificates yep. I still do I still have stock certificates um, from old companies that went bankrupt um, maybe they'll be worth something one day as nostalgia my kids will laugh what is that you know oh that's actually paper son and and we used to write stuff on paper that was a transaction I owned a certificate of a company I owned the actual certificate um, but. People buy and sell stocks all the time and never own it, but they know that behind it is a company, right? They know there's a tangible thing behind it. Where Bitcoin, it's a little scarier. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Well, this has been a great discussion, Dan, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything you want to add before we go? Yeah, so I'm not recommending whether you should buy Bitcoin or not. Let's get that clear. But I will recommend that if you're talking to your advisor about anything, about any sort of investment option, about any sort of, um, hey, what should I do about Social Security or healthcare? And they give you the answer like, oh, I don't know, you know, uh, that's not, you know, then you really got to think twice about who you're talking to. You got to get the straight answers from people. And if someone says, yeah, Bitcoin's terrible, don't invest in it, ask them why. You know, if someone says, yeah, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole, ask them why, justify it. Don't just take, you know, that as the generic answer. If you really want information about something, especially when it comes to your finances or well-being or retirement, you deserve the answers. And if you're not getting them, seek them from someone else. Yeah. Well, Tony, uh, hopefully I didn't deter you from considering buying Bitcoin or selling it. I don't we talked about you don't own it, but maybe we should talk about it after the show. We'll talk about whether or sure. not you should own some. Sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Winter. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at DolphinFinancialGroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.